Welcome back to your next stop. This is Juliet Hahn. In this episode, we recheck in with Gina Stefano. She has been on your next stop, and it's one of those evolving stories. I love this so much. Gina is now the Stefano group is back up. If you remember from COVID, she had to kind of take a step back. Now it's back up. She's re kind of blown up her brand. You guys, this is really exciting. Executive coaching, so many different things, but also Gina has now partnered with Plymouth Rock TV. And so she has all of this very interesting things to offer businesses with streaming and this whole new wealth of knowledge. So you can go follow the Stefano group and it's D-I-S-T-E-F-A-N-O, Stefano group on all of the socials, Gina Stefano on uh, LinkedIn, but also follow Plymouth Rock TV. You can download it on your smartphone. Uh, you can also download it on smart TVs and they have tons of really fun content. It's going to be like, it, it is like the Netflix and the Hulu um, as they're starting out. So definitely go follow them and enjoy this episode of Your Next Stop. Welcome back to your next stop. This is Juliette Hahn. I am here with a really special guest. You guys might remember Gina Stefano from a couple of the episodes, but why I love doing these evolving episodes, which I've kind of been doing lately, is because I love for you guys to be like, oh my God, I remember when she was doing this and then to see where she's doing now because of all the work that she has done in her life and not being scared, not being scared of failure, not being scared of oh, what's going to happen. She just keeps moving forward, doing that daydreaming, doing the work that we talk about all the time on your next stop. So welcome founder and CEO of the DeStefano Group, Gina DeStefano. How are you? I'm good, Juliet. How are you? I'm so excited to be back. And I love how you said evolution because that's, that's all I could think about all morning before we hopped on. I was like, it's been such an evolution. And I want to first congratulate you on all of your success because we met about four years ago. Remember four years ago I was in the closet and I was like, what's happening? And I was B-listed. I wasn't even supposed to be your guest and your guest wasn't there. So you ended up with me. And here we are four years later and you have, wow, just congratulations on all your success. And I'm just so excited to be back. I appreciate it. Well, and the fun thing is, is that we have... We connected like early on in what I was doing. You already had an established business, but because mm-hmm. of COVID, you kind of mm-hmm. had to put that on the back burner. You started doing some work for a nonprofit. That's how we kind of met. You got yep. all these skills in the nonprofit, realized that as you pivoted out of that, where you were meant to be. But what we always talk about is on this, you know, you and I talk about this all the time anyways, but it's, you have to follow those signs. But, and when people are like, Oh, was I on the wrong path? No, because you learn something from that path. So if you can take out what you learned from the path, even if it was like not a great you know situation, whether it sucked, whether you were like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of situations happening, trauma, whatever it is. If you can kind of go introspectively into yourself and then do the work to figure out what message can I take out of that that experience and then move it forward for the growth. And that's what we both have kind of done in our life, which is really cool to kind of feel and see that. And so Mm -hmm. I would love because I mean, what you're doing now is really exciting with Plymouth Rock TV. I mean, you know, again, we, we come in and out of each other's lives. We're always connected. Like, Hey, I see what you're doing. You know, awesome job. And then we kind of come together because one of the things that's fun and we can talk about because nothing really ever came about it, but we were working on getting actually doing a work workshop for like Mm -hmm. hiring managers with stories Mm -hmm. because we both so believe in that story, that personal story and how you express it and how you talk about it. And 
both of our paths kind of like, we're like, you know what, that's not the time for us to do this. But we did like a lot of collaboration and had a lot of brainstorming, which then just leads us to where you are today. So if you can kind of take us through a little bit of, you know, where you are with Plymouth Rock, Rock TV, where the Stefano group has, again, blossomed and, you know, ter- turned into what it is again, because of all those steps and all the work you have done. And that was amazing. You could not have teed that up better because, wow. And I think when people, for me, when I started a business and it's true, I think if people knew what they would get getting into, they most likely wouldn't have done it. But once you're in it and you're in it to win it, it just becomes this insane, exciting journey of personal evolution as you're growing your career. And so in everything that has happened in my life since day one, when I started my company almost 15 years ago, um, I have just become so much more confident in the fact that failure is amazing. And while you're failing, just look around because there's always a blessing in there and a lesson that's going on. So nothing is truly ever bad. And that's just the mindset I have now that's been strengthened over the years. And so when we met about four years ago, yeah, I had stepped out of uh, my company due to COVID and I stepped into uh, an interim CEO position for a, for a nonprofit. And it was at that time where I was shooting a commercial and this guy came in to shoot the commercial and he's yapping about how much are you paying for cable and are you streaming? And I'm like, let's shoot the commercial and move on here. And little did I know that, and we'll get there four years later, here he comes back. So prior to that, um, I took this position. Then I stepped back into my company around uh, January of 2022. And so much had happened during COVID. And I was still kind of just, where where am I landing right now? Like, where am I best used? And, and what do I actually want to do? So I was doing a lot of work in, in the culture aspect and the coaching and fall, falling back into love with executive level coaching and people development and all the, the nuances of what had changed during COVID. And then about seven or eight months ago, the crazy man who wouldn't stop talking to me about my cable bill came back into my life. And we went out to lunch and now I'm very well-versed in streaming. I no longer have cable. I've cut the cord. I'm saving hundreds of dollars. Like streaming is the way of the future. So I'm, I'm well aware of what's going on now. And he says, he had asked me to do a TV show for him. And at first, my first response was no, no, just not something I would be interested. In. And I said, you know, I have my thoughts about the media. I have, you know, everything that's out there, I don't think the media is something I'd really want to jump into right now. And he said, well, that's exactly the reason I wanted you. He said, I know your morals, values, and beliefs. And I, I think you could do amazing things with the network and bringing on great content and helping us create something that is unlike anything that's ever been done before and, and pioneer it out to the world. And then I was like, well, now you have my attention. So <laughs> as and like anything we do, right? So now it's just, yes, it's yes. And, and, and that's another funny thing too, because as I've evolved in my career in the beginning, yeah, you're supposed to say yes to everything. At a certain point in your career, I don't think you're supposed to say yes to everything. I, I think you're supposed to utilize your discernment and experience over the years and be particular. But when you say yes, you still say it as excitedly as ever. But I'm not saying yes to everything anymore. But this one, because I actually was no, <laughs> my first response was no. And then it turned into a yes because I saw the opportunity and amazing things that could be done. So over the last eight months, what I have done is I have partnered with Plymouth Rock TV, which is a global content network, streaming network. We are partnered with other streaming networks and we stream globally. And the exciting part about where we are now is there's kind of this opportunity for us to bring on great content, great people, great storylines, all of that stuff 
that I have been working on essentially from the business aspect. Now I'm saying, hmm, how can I make this work in business for business owners and leaders? And how can we also catapult on that and just get some really great new content out there to blast across the world? So DeStefano Group and Plymouth Rock TV essentially works as such. So I have been consulting for 15 years now and I specialize in executive level coaching. I believe it's leader-led top-down. So I can walk into a company and assess soup to nuts what needs to be done from the people piece, operational, hiring and retention, all of that stuff, right? Plays in, culture is a huge piece of that. So that was pretty much where I was I was working. And now when we in-house this, now I can take take on the branding aspect, marketing, imaging, everything you need for media and to market you. And now we can take it a step further. Now we can in-house and produce you. We can produce content, commercials, and then we can take it an even step further there. Whereas we own a network. We are a streaming network. We can get you out nationally, globally, wherever you want to go. So there's so many birds now that can get killed with the one DeStefano group stone. And I hope that made sense because there's a lot that plays into it. But it's essentially we can walk into a company and no matter what the issue is going on, we can fix it. And then you want to market it. Great. We can mark you. And then you want to get it out into the media. We can get you out into the media. Like yeah. one stop shop. No, I love it. And I'm going to go back to something that you said that I want the listeners to think about again. You said, you know, there's a time and place to say yes. And then there's a time and place to say no. And I talk about this all the time, right? Because, you know, especially when you're in business, when you're in business for yourself, when you're doing what we're doing, we get hit up all the time. I mean, my LinkedIn messages, my emails, I mean, I constantly am getting cold calls, which is fine. And a lot of times I don't have time to read them or do them or, or, you know, or, or respond. I try to respond because I know I've been on that other side. So I, you know, want respectfully be like, you know, if I'm not interested in this time, just so they know they got it. Cause sometimes you send an email and you're like, did it go in their junk? Do you really think they got it? Should I follow back up? So this is for all those people that are, you know, kind of cold calling. And you said this time you said no, but then you said yes. And I think what's really important is a lot of times people do that. And I'm going to take you to, you know, my latest podcast, Word Blindness, that I do with Brent Sopel. It on word it's called Word Blindness and it's for dyslexia. And I said to him after I filmed a television show and got an interview with him, I want to help more in this dyslexic world. Obviously, I'm dyslexic, my son, my dad, my sister. There's so much that we have. And um I want to, I think we should start a podcast. I think I can really help get your message out there. And he said, no. And I was like, okay, well, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no. I was like, think. And, and he actually said, fuck no. <laughs> and, that, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a solid yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, it was a solid no. And I was like, okay, well, think about it. And then he kind of was like, okay. And, and you know, and what, what he said, and this is what I think you did too, you thought about it and maybe you prayed on it. Maybe you put it out in the universe, whatever you do. But sometimes the no is from fear and not mm -hmm. because it doesn't fit into our lives. And it's, that is very different. There's times where I'll say no to things because I know it's just not something that I believe in or it doesn't line up with my values. It doesn't line up with what I'm doing. So it's a very easy no. There's times where something might come to me and I'm like, okay, my plate is full. I need to think about where this would be on the totem pole with my plate full. So there's that also, right? And, and I then, think you... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, go. I just think as you evolve in your career, you become much more strategic because in the mm -hmm. beginning, right, we don't really know much. 
And then you get out there and you start to build and create something and you can see what worked, what didn't work, like what needs to be improved on. So you're much more intentional with who you work with and how you work. And so at this point of my career, I was like, is this going to fit in? That's mm-hmm. why I, I I learned now also the, the importance of focusing. And like when you are involved in something, your time and your energy is so vital. So I was like, can I take this on? And what would that mean for Stefano Group? And, you know, this company that I'm building and building, is it going to sidetrack it? Because I, again, you live and you learn. Like right. I had taken some really big risks over the course of my career and I'd lost really, really big. So I was at a point where I wasn't going to do that again. So I was very, very selective in what I was starting to say yes to. And then it becomes, you start to get more into an alignment with it. And it just, it gets easier and easier to do because if something's just not sitting right, feeling right, and I can't fit it in right now, it's, it's, it's a hard no. It is. And it's so true. And there's also like, this is also in the networking world, right? Again, we have people, Hey, do you have 15 minutes on LinkedIn? And a lot of times it's like, no, no, no. And I had a situation where I said, yes, I don't, it was random. It was the pick cherries with the the podcast, which is like the little snippet. And he was, uh, his name is Stuart Goffman. And it's really interesting because I said yes to him. I, didn't, I don't even know why. And we laugh about it now because he's like, what made it? And I was like, I don't know. I think because maybe it said you were from Jersey. Something connected me. And I was like, I'll listen to this guy. And then what their app is for podcasters, it's like a little snippet that you can take and and send it out like an IG or like oh, I love that. Yes, I've seen pictures. It's the best. Right. And so and but I said yes to him. He's the one that introduced me to Brent Sopel. And then he also introduced me to another gentleman that we just had on Word Blindness. And so it's one of those things. It took me 10 minutes. In the beginning, I helped them like with promotions and they're like, oh, is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, I have makeup on. I'll just do it really quickly because I understand what your product is. And it it wasn't that I was looking for anything in the back end. It was just a connection. And I was like, I like what this guy's doing. I like that I can help. It it, it took you to a certain point in your career and a certain amount Mm -hmm. of experience where you can look at something. Because, I mean, we get solicited all day, every day. I mean, I'm just bombarded. But I have to have the wherewithal to look at that and be like, that actually could be of substance. That's worth my time. And so that's back in the day, I was saying yes to everyone. I mean, everyone got a yes and, you know, you're running around. And now I realize the importance of not being busy, of the importance of being very mindful and strategic and slower, because in the beginning, when you're building a business, for me anyway, it was just go, 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 go. Yes, 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 yes. And that gets you to a certain level of success, but not the type of success I wanted, not the Mm -hmm. type of success that was scalable or sustainable. And I learned a lot of hard lessons. So now... I, love that. I can say, I can say yes quickly to a conversation or an idea. And that's, it's funny you say that because that's, I still act that way. If I hear something or see something that catches my eye, I impulsively reach out. If I'm mm-hmm. watching someone's podcast or I see something and I'm like, oh, that, that person, we have a lot in common. I'll immediately pick up the phone and reach out or send a message and say, Hey, want to hop on a call? Uh, you know, that looked interesting or blah, blah, blah. And people do it to me all the time. And again, I just, I take a look at who they are and I'm like, this could be in my time. And it leads to incredible, incredible opportunities. But you lead with a very authentic way. And that is what's really important because there's people out there that are not authentic. That's one of the reasons why I think with Stuart, I said yes, because I was like, this guy's totally authentic. There's people that hit you up and they don't come from an authentic place. So if anyone can take anything out of this, if you are doing the cold calling, doing that, go with an authentic, don't have the, I'm selling you, right? Because you just go with like, I'm curious. And that's what people don't allow themselves because they're too busy to stop and be like, let me just connect with this person. And then that brings in the whole story, right? I mean, that really ties in. It's the confidence. The authenticity is confidence. So there's not a lot of people that are confident enough out there. 
and to just, to just do that. And I understand it's taken me a, a lot of years because I, but I remember, I remember it felt like 20 years ago to be scared to pick up the phone. Oh my God, Juliet Hahn, I can't call her. Da, da, da. Juliet would love for somebody to just say, Hey, your podcast on blah, blah, blah was amazing. Would you like to have a conversation? They're going to say it, but it takes a lot of confidence to mm-hmm. first of all, have the courage, the balls to reach out and then be your authentic self. So not everyone can do that. Again, I coach a lot of people on how to do that because you're absolutely right. That is the key Mm -hmm. to success is just going directly to the source with a a kind, open, authentic heart and seeing what the side effect is. And people crave those kind of interactions in life. That's what the world needs more of, just more authentic people saying, hey, I have an idea. This looked great, blah, blah, blah. But we we don't talk like that anymore. We don't do that. No. Yeah. So take us down a little bit more about what you, what you guys are doing there with Plymouth, you know, Plymouth Rock TV, take us through like what a day looks like, some of the fun stuff that's coming out, just like really give us so people can say, Oh yeah, I understand this. I understand now. Wait, my company kind of needs this, or I know someone that needs this, or I just want to tune in because this sounds really cool. Okay. So essentially we, we call ourselves the Netflix of New England because everybody knows what Netflix is. And we are Plymouth Rock TV. We are based in Plymouth, Mass, but it's, we are global, national, everywhere. And it's just like a Netflix or a Hulu. So you have all your different channels. You have all different types of entertainment that you can watch from home shows, travel, food. We have great celebrities, um, artists that are all involved with us. And so a big part of my job now that I've joined is to seek out and be very selective with the types of individuals that we're working with. And Juliet, I mean, I know you're a busy lady, but you're going to be getting a phone call because a lot <laughs> of the work that I'm doing with business owners, right? <laughs> business owners and leaders are fascinating. They're some of the most fascinating people that I've ever met. Entrepreneurial minds just, just, oh, I, I love talking to an entrepreneur. And unfortunately with entrepreneurs, right? People just go after them for their success. How did you, you know, do this and this and this? Not truly the whole story, the ins and outs, which you specialize in and getting that. So when we work with people, it's about getting their stories out and creating content around that and then highlighting their product. So Mm -hmm. that's something that we're really doing. And then for our viewers, right? We want to watch real people with local content because that's another huge area of opportunity that we have with the network now is local content. Once cable goes away, people are going to want to be able to turn on something like a, a, a Hulu, which will be Plymouth Rock TV and watch stuff locally going on. And wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Like, wouldn't you want your business forefronting that? So this is what I spend my days doing. I spend my days talking to the most amazing owners and leaders and entrepreneurs across the country, across the world. I mean, had a call with Sweden yesterday, like Sweden's getting involved. Like it's just the most amazing, interesting people and coming together to say, what are we going to do to change how media is viewed and how are we going to be the ones to pioneer and start putting some really, really good stuff out there. So my days are spent shooting. My days are spent, um, having conversations, interviews, um, creating outlines and storylines and content. It's, it's amazing. Like I could have never dreamed that my career could have gotten to this level where I get to literally do everything I love to do. Yeah. All in one. <laughs> and all, and, and you know, one of the things, I mean, I love that this came from an opportunity that you did with a nonprofit. And so there was like, you know, whether that was a hard time in your life, wherever it was, there was this really beautiful thing that came out of it. And that's what, again, sometimes people need to kind of just sit and think about times of their life where 
things have come out and then really introspectively like, okay, let me, let me go through that because that's where you get the growth, right? It's the hard times where you get the growth. It's not, (laughs) it's not in the easy times. We don't get the growth. No, 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 no. So, and I remember you doing before you joined them, didn't you do a couple segments? Like when did you do something once a year for them? Was it the same? I did. I was hosting. They had a, um, they host the annual Thanksgiving parade. Thanksgiving parade. So I was hosting, but it's, it's so, it's so interesting that you say that about the growth comes in, in the times of pain and, uh, you know, bits and pieces of my story that are out there, but I have had, I've had lots of trauma throughout my life and you're absolutely right. And it was in those times of just complete and utter darkness and loss and fear and pain that the most beautiful ideas and thoughts and experiences, I know it sounds like an oxymoron, but when you look back, I wouldn't trade anything. I am in utmost gratitude for all the horrific things that happened to me, for all the people who either intentionally or unintentionally hurt me. I am grateful for all of it. It's because I can look back now with a certain level of self-awareness and a raised level of consciousness to say, this really was all for me. This was really all happening for me, even though it doesn't, doesn't when it's happening. But on the other side of it, when you can look back, that will not only give you more hope and excitement for the future, but it just continues to strengthen my faith in God and this higher power and this magical universe that we're existing in now for only a short time. I mean, it's there's a lot of growth in pain. So don't be afraid of pain. It's not something we want. It's not something, you know, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to have more pain for more growth, but it's part of life. I mean, life is not easy. It is not easy. Mm-hmm. It was never supposed to be easy. They never said it was going to be easy. You don't get better at life. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You do. I was going to say life doesn't get easier. You get better. I mean, yeah. those are some things that I just cling to. And I'm like, there's a lot of substance to those statements because it's true. Life's never going to get easier. You get better. Right. And every time you look back on those horrible moments of pain and trauma on the other side with so much awareness and growth and, and beauty. But that's what you have to But That's because you've done the work. And oh, so yeah. people that have gone through it or are in it right now they have to do the work and it's really coming, it's coming to the terms of, okay, this happened to me and, and then healing in that, right. Healing in it and, and then not moving on. Cause that's not, I don't want to sound like, you know, crass about it, but it is being in those times of darkness. And then when you're out of that darkness to go back to the darkness, to heal from that darkness, because if you don't ever heal from it, if you're just like, okay, now I'm in the light, but I didn't do any of that work before. So I didn't get the confidence. I didn't get the healing and you just kind of keep moving. You're going to keep having that darkness. And sometimes it repeats itself because in my belief, you know, and we've talked about this, whether you believe in God or universe, sometimes God puts things in your path mm-hmm. because they, he wants you to learn, you know, and if you're not learning, it's going to keep happening and it's going and to it's funny. It's once again, how God is so amazing. I mean, God has been, the one, the only, the everything in my life to get here. And he has shown me, again, all of those areas like, and to, to make me better, to make me better. And as a coach, I do so much of that work right there because you say you have to heal, you have to do the work. People don't even know what that means. Right. They don't know what that means. And if you don't even know what that means, how can you start to do it? And then therefore you're going to repeat the pattern. So a lot of work I do now as a coach in that area of my business 
is getting people to be aware of the patterns, to look around, look around at who is in their circle, who's contributing, to learn how to speak differently. Like these are, there's so many stages and I've mm -hmm. literally trademarked systems that I implement with my clients to get them out of that, that cycle. And to your point, start doing the actual work because people don't even know what that means. Oh, I went to therapy. Oh, I did this. Oh, I did that. That's not the work, kids. That's that's not the work. No. And, you know, one of the things, because if anyone's listening, they're like, well, I don't really believe in God, so I'm not going to work with Gina. You don't, you're, you're, no, 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 no. You bring this it has to, nothing yes. to do with God. This work is solely about the person. It's yeah. my, my personal beliefs. I believe in God and I've worked through God. But when you work with me, oh, no, no, it is you yes. figuring out who you are and who you're associated with and how you want your life to go all about you. Yes. And, and one of the things that I do that you touched on, that I think is so important and it is something that we talk about in word blindness, Brent and I all the time, if you haven't gone through the traumas, you know, so like someone goes to a therapist because they have drug and alcohol addiction, or they've tried to commit suicide and the therapist on the other side has never experienced any of those things. Sometimes there's a disconnect. But when you have gone through it and you've done the work yourself, you're able to help people in a different light. Not saying that a therapist is not because some people find that, you know, very, um, you know, soothing and, and it works for them. But going to someone that has had sort of the same kind of traumas or has gone through and you've gone through a lot. Like, so it's like you're, you're like, no, I don't, no, it's just right here. I'm an expert. Like you have had a lot of. That's what I'm saying. And I love how you said that, too, because that's been my belief forever. And I speak about this openly. If you are ever going to hire a therapist or a coach, the first thing you want to do is interview them. Yes. You want to hear their story and that story better. Your jaw better be dropped you can't, I need to work with this person. They get it. I don't, just because you went, you have a fancy piece of paper from an right. Ivy school. I don't give a shit. Like I want to help people, but you aren't going to help me because there's nothing you can do. Like you want to be helped by someone who has been through and has a higher level of understanding than anyone else ever will. Mm -hmm. And I say that to people, you, you listen to my story and you're going to want to work with me. Exactly. Because not only have I overcome horrific traumas in my life, but I learned the proper behaviors and now I can teach on them. And so when I work with people, it's the same thing. I work with coaches, but I make sure that I am blown away by the, their abilities, what they've overcome. And I'm going to know confidently that they can help me. You know, I know this is like a, a morbid example, but like if you have an illness or if you have cancer, or if you lost a child, right? You want to sit next to someone who has gone through the experience of losing a child mm -hmm. or having cancer or bad, you know, I don't want to talk to someone who has theorized about it, who's read some books on it. Huge difference. Huge difference. Someone who has lived through it, lived to tell. Exactly. And can help. Yeah. Have real impact. So where can people find you and where can they tune in and how can they get, you know, okay. Plymouth, so yeah. I'm everywhere now. This is an exciting <laughs> piece. First and foremost, on any of your smart devices, your phone, download the Plymouth Rock TV app. Um, what did I say? Roku, Apple, all smart, smart TVs have it. So you can find us there. We're also, I can't name them all, but we have streaming partners. So you're going to see our content there along with local now, distro TV and several others. Okay. Um, you can go to my website at distefanogroup.com where you can get information on the company, how to contact us and information on consultants that work within my group and the media coaching we offer. And you're also on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Instagram. And they can find that all under the Stefano group. Stefano group. That's awesome. Yeah. And then they can find also is 
Plymouth Rock TV. Plymouth Rock TV is everywhere. So yep. follow us on all social channels, all social media. Most importantly, download that app on your phone and on your smart devices. There's really awesome content out there. And again, for people that are interested in taking their business to the, the next level with that, with that level of production content and streaming, it's it's a no brainer. And I've been doing so much work around going in and analyzing companies and getting them up soup to nuts up, up and running and then being able to produce content. And some companies just need the content produced. So it's just like, right. no, we're good. Like, let's just do some really cool, cool shit. I mean, the talent we have, the, the years of experience in the media industry. And again, people like yourself might need yet help me because it's the storylining. It's teaching people how to tell a story and getting mm -hmm. it out there. And it's real people doing real things. And it's not this crap that's been out there. Right. You know? Right. And I mean, they've really taken reality TV and shit it all up. I mean, it's just <laughs> horrible now. <laughs> I mean, but it is so true. And it goes back to, to the story. I mean, you have to mm -hmm. know how to tell your story and, uh, because it's the connection and especially, and, and I hate saying now more than ever because I feel like, you know, all throughout life, people say that, right? It's now more than ever, but it's not even just a now more than ever. It's just that human connection and humanizing it is things. Now. It is now more than ever because anyone who was alive in this time knows this is not good. We've come really, yeah. really far for how many years and not just now. I remember even as a kid, uh, people think, oh, you only hear awful stuff on the news. Why is there only awful stuff on the news? Because they want to bombard you with fear because mm -hmm. when you're in fear, they can control you. And that is why I said no to the media. And now I say yes, because now I have a network that I have complete control over where I can put only good stuff out. And that's what's going to help the world. And that's what's going to change humanity. So that's what we're doing. So I love it. I'm going to I'm <laughs> going to end there. That was like that was like a <laughs> mic job. Fired up. Well, but this is, again, what I love about what I do, because listeners can hear where your passion is, right? Yeah. They can hear when you get excited. So you guys don't forget, rate, review, and share, but share this because, again, you don't know who... I say this all the time, and it's like a broken record, but you don't know who needs to hear this. You don't know who needs Gina's services, Plymouth Rock TV. You also don't know who needs to kind of have a little inspiration. Like maybe they're going through a dark time and they're like, okay, you know what? These girls have, have gone through some stuff. And that they touched on, not deep, but they touched on it. Let me reach out because maybe I need, you know, what they are doing. I need to listen. So rate, review, share. Don't forget to go and download Plymouth, Plymouth Rock TV on Plymouth your smartphone and on your, uh, your phones and your devices, smart TVs. And then also go follow, uh, Gina at the DeStefano group all over LinkedIn. And again, reach out. If you're like, you know what? I have someone really interesting that could be of interest to Gina. Go and find her and, and, and share. Gina, I mean, it's always a pleasure to see you. I know we have a lot of catching up to do because this is I only know. half an hour. <laughs> and so next week, we will definitely jump on the on the phone and, and get together. All right. Well, I love you and I love being on and congratulations on all your success too. I just love, love, love following you. Thank you, my darling. You guys, again, don't forget to rate, review and share. And thank you for joining a, another episode of Your Next Stop. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in each week. 